Bom dia, bom dia. Bom Good dia. morning, everybody. We are here for another episode of our podcast. We have a couple of questions to answer that came from our students in the class. We fortunately been very busy in the classes, right? With a lot of trials yeah. and a lot of new Pretty students. Good. And uh, eventually, when the student gets a little bit more confident in the class, he brings up questions of all kinds, people with different backgrounds, especially people that never had any contact with jiu-jitsu before. Yeah. You know, they heard of it, they come to the gym, they want to find out, and then they bring all kinds of questions. That's, for anybody that's more experienced, these questions may sound a little weird, you know, because they already know the subjects. Yeah, mostly. But like most of the new students, they have those kind of questions. Maybe sometimes they think about it before, so. Yeah. yeah. So uh, some things, uh, sometimes here, we have a couple of questions at the end, but there's two or uh, two of them or one of them that, that I read in an article that I want to get clear because some of the students had a question like this. But this type of comments um, I have heard before, um, and to give people context outside that they don't know about jiu-jitsu, this is good to know, right? So, for example, and and Jackson can attest to this. Um, he says in, in the in the article like Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu turns you into a better person, and when that means that they have a little image that says like, oh, uh, jiu-jitsu is a bad person filter, who has mm -hmm. that image in the top, right? Um, and we have one of our students that shares that, that, that if the other person does jiu-jitsu, he makes them already a better person. Um, what do you think about that? I have my opinions on it and then what uh, do you think? I agree with that in some aspects. Uh, I think jiu-jitsu uh, not going to make you better than anybody else, but going to make you better than what you used to be. Yeah. You know, going to make you a better person in discipline, about everything you do. And uh, I had, a, I had a, a conversation with a friend of one of my students this week. He called me on the side. And, uh, and we are talking about a very interesting subject. You know, uh, his friend kind of disrespected his daughter. Hmm. You know, he had a young daughter. And uh, the young daughter reported to him that his friend cursed at her. You know, and they are good friends, like neighbors, you know, and the guy was just upset and he cursed with the daughter and, and he actually called her like a kind of <coughs> a bad name. Then the daughter come home and say like, oh, that he called me this. And of course, if you have a daughter, you know how much, yeah. how aggressive that is. Mm. You know, like somebody that you trust, address something as yeah, your own daughter as like that. that's your daughter, you know, yeah. so... He told me like, oh, I had this situation in jiu-jitsu help, helped me so much. And I was immediately expecting him to, knowing him, yeah. expecting him to tell me like, oh man, I went there and I smashed this guy and <laughs> I armbar him and he never gonna mess with my yeah. daughter anymore. So what he did, he found out that this guy was in the grocery store mm. and he went there and he was wearing his gi. <laughs> he was ready. Yeah, he was like, Sula. everything connect in a way that he was going to jiu-jitsu yeah. and he found out that the guy's in the grocery store and he said, I'm going to pass by to talk with him. And he walked in the grocery store in his gi mm. and he found the guy and he comes to the guy and say, hey, can you please tell me what you told my daughter? And he said, oh, I told this but it was not what she's telling you. Yeah. And, uh, and then they got an argument in the grocery store mm. and he just told the guy what he think, hey, can you please don't call my daughter? We are friends for a long time. My daughter is very hurt. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you really called it. I trust my daughter. If you did or not, please never do that anymore because this was really bad. And he walked away and he told to me that he had a, a lot of self-control in that moment. Yeah. 
you know, like to walk to the store, you know, he walked with that gear ready, on his gear and everything, and he said like, tensions up, Jackson. If he does, if this was a year ago, I would have no doubt. I <laughs> walk in the store, and I'm gonna get in a fist fight with him because it's unacceptable. You mm. know, whatever he said, that exactly thing or not, he said th something that hurt my daughter, and I trusted him. Yeah, yeah. You know, to leave my daughter around him, and uh, and I think that was very nice. And I, I really believe on that. I see that personally how much anger management you build training jujitsu yeah. you know and this is probably the biggest part of these martial arts like the ability you're gonna have to look at somebody that you just want to kill that person but you're gonna have the ability to talk and try to solve the situation because you know how powerful you can be mm. if you take him on the ground and control him there yeah you know so i think that was a great example you know and i apply that to myself a lot i used to have these anger issues you know, talk with people and be arrogant sometimes and, you know, and it just doesn't go nowhere. You know, you yeah. just really put you in a spot that teach you exactly that lesson. No, and I bet you met a bunch of professors already, black belts, that think like they're just better than everybody else just because they're black belt in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and, the, and this was something very common back ago in Brazil. I heard many stories of, like, high-profile jiu-jitsu teachers. Yeah go to nightclubs with 25 of his black belts <laughs> and get there and like just say like hey open the door otherwise it's gonna be a mess here yeah. and you know and they Use have to facilitate them to come in and I, I had I had to do that when I was in Brazil with my friends you know yeah. like hey guys come in but please don't fight during the night you know yeah, like yeah. control you know but this used to be something like very common you know to overpower people because now you have this extra power so you were about the the bouncer there and then you met somebody like a bunch of black girls say like hey i was uh i was pretty much the manager of a nightclub <coughs> and i have 20 jujitsu friends that come to that nightclub every weekend and you know and like, let's go. say like 20 percent of these 20 guys they're troublemakers like yeah, aggravated yeah. troublemakers <laughs> You know, so I always have to deal with my job, balance my job, and balance those two friends friends who was always yeah. drinking too much and thinking that they're good. And I remember like coming back to the gym on Monday, and my professor like, hey, you, you, come here. Wow, what do you guys think you guys doing? Go to the nightclub, especially in Jackson's nightclub. You go there and make all this confusion yeah, all this mess, there. Yeah. And that was like common, you know, like very, very common. And yeah. today you don't, you don't see that as much yeah you know, it was in the beginning when jiu-jitsu was yeah, just was like power yeah. very new you know yeah. and nobody knew jiu-jitsu at all yeah and like you were like the lion in the middle of yeah. the cats you know <laughs> and of course you powerful. drink a little bit and and believe me uh recently i had a situation that i lost my temper a little bit and after i, I had to reevaluate my action at that yeah. moment you know like somebody like put him in a position I got very angry and I ended up yelling at this person and after I said like oh man what did I do you yeah. know and it have not happened often but recently I had one case that I got a little bit off control and after make me think a lot like man did I do that because of everything what I know and I'm capable of yeah you know with that person there maybe he he didn't show me that same power and I kind of overpowered him a little bit, mm. you know? Didn't cause any fight or anything, yeah. but I could have Yeah, you felt, that yeah. yeah. No, and, and, and one of the things uh, to end up the, fir the fir uh, question is, um, what basically the, the article says, if, if, if it's a 
bad person filter, right? And in jujitsu, in a way, a little bit it is. It makes you a little bit better if you use it the right way. It's like everything else is a tool. Um, you can you can use a fork for many things. Yeah. You can use it for wrong things. You can use it for right things. Yeah. Um, so it's like everything else. It's just a tool that you use, and and you can do it for the best for you to make yourself a little bit more patient, make yourself emotional uh, management socially and yourself maybe. So it just makes you the uh, it just exposes you in a way. Um, and I like a, there's a guy that I listen to a lot that is called Gary V. That he says that money doesn't make you a bad person, it just exposes you more. Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing like fame. Like there's just famous people that they're just not a bad person, but just they they're too greedy. They feel they feel yeah. the power, and they, but they're always been like that. They mm-hmm. always been. But now they have poor. that extra. Yeah, but now they have that power, so they show the the values that they had. Yeah. So, it, tools like that that you feel more powerful, they're gonna expose who you really are. Mm-hmm. And then uh, sometimes you're gonna get caught in the, and then reevaluate your values and say like, okay, I'm not liking this image that I have or maybe my, my environment, my, mm-hmm. my good friends are telling me like, hey, stop and everything. Um, so it just exposes you more. Mm-hmm. That's what, what I think, what I have learned that when you earn power and you get into that position, you start being the bully is because it, it, it exposes you. And sometimes either like, you, like Jackson did, he reevaluated and sat back down and said, "Like, I'm not liking this. I'm yeah. not liking the results I'm yeah. having, so I'm gonna go the other way." And and, and the same thing for everybody that has a little bit of power, maybe at work yeah. or maybe in the, your own jujitsu school or your own um, little team, maybe that you have as your hobby. You think you have too much power and you get exposed. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my, my my thought on it. And then the second one here, um, there's a comment that says, um, and we have several comments as well. Several question about about in class, if it works, jujitsu works as a self-defense method. If it's a good street, um, if it give you, give you all the abilities to defend yourself in the street, basically. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, what, what we specialize, uh, basically, what we teach in the school. So I, don't do think, think? I don't think give you all the ability, but I think it give you the best option. What are the best options? Mm-hmm. To defeat somebody mm-hmm. bigger and heavier with the option to hurt that person or not. Yeah. You know, none of the other martial arts gonna give you that option, you know, like to control somebody and... In that manner, right? Yes. And then uh, let's put this example. Uh, we've been teaching uh, autistic kids, okay? And, uh, and this class is going amazing, really, really nice. Kids with spectrum and uh, families get involved together. Yeah. And, uh, and I noticed that most of the parents they start to join jiu-jitsu because mm. they start to participate in the class and they yeah. find out what jiu-jitsu was in a deeply understanding and they start to see like oh i need to join this this i need to know this why because those kids they're gonna grow right and kids with with this kind of special need they can get very violent for things that's yeah. maybe doesn't control. make too much sense for us and then you have a dad that weights 160 pounds mm. and a kid now with 18 years old that weights 200 pounds bigger than the dad okay and this kid is out of control and then the dad see the situation where his kid is very violent and very aggressive and he needs to control his kid and ha- there is no help so how do you do that how what do you use to control your son like your your opponent is your son now yeah. so what can be better than jiu-jitsu nothing can be better than jiu-jitsu 
and that's apply for law apply for law enforcement nurses doctors yeah. whatever whatever person that's in a place where somebody can be out of control at any time okay that would be like the best option you have to control for example a nurse control a patient that's run out of the pain drug and he's out of control and he wants yeah. that drug now you uh, know we had a recently video that we we saw yeah the henry share the, mm -hmm. the, the, they, they did a breakdown they trying to find this nurse to bring them to the gym to train them and teach them exactly what we're talking about mm -hmm. here and answering the question why jiu-jitsu would be the best option as a self-defense it's because mm -hmm. give you the option to control without hurt you know like even like Someone the worst bad guy the worst bad guy the worst meaning person that's you know that person still maybe need a chance for something you know and jiu-jitsu can give you that chance mm. you know to control somebody drunk like i did many times control somebody on drugs man it's just the best tool you control and you that person gonna freak out he cannot get out of you yeah and gonna get tired and then the the explosion gonna cool down a little bit and everything gonna be better in place you know and that's may take a couple of minutes of yeah you know but we see so much of that out there with police enforcement and un unprepared a lot people of videos. With the, without the necessary tools to control somebody shooting mm. tasing even the the, the 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 cop tasing his friend the other day his partner yeah. you know try to tase the guy end up tasing oh yeah that video is crazy you know so all kinds of things gonna happen so no doubt brazilian jiu-jitsu is the most efficient self-defense if you need to control somebody bigger than you and then uh we talked about this before four guys four knives in the dark alley. Well, we're gonna talk about it next <laughs> that's what we're gonna talk next yeah. okay so let's go there yeah you have so, any comment you have yeah. any comment about in this, this one to to end it up to talk about that that uh, that comment is super funny we have a student that that always brings some those situations and then um in the self-defense situation we we're talking about one-on-one -on -one. one person that mm -hmm. is trying to hurt you and everything that's why we're gonna transition transition beautiful to this one that is just in a one-on-one -on -one situation jujitsu is one of the best i mean if you have someone that is way bigger than you and then yeah i always tell this to the kids in the summer camp i mean who's gonna hurt you more a kid who's gonna be a bully uh, a kid that is smaller or bigger than you most of the time he's gonna be mm -hmm. bigger one what happens if you punch him and kick them mm -hmm. like uh, most martial arts teach you and then you kick them and they punch you they say they punch you back and then if they punch you back who's gonna hurt uh, more you or us basically because we're the smaller ones or them that are, that are bigger than us mm -hmm. them yeah. they're gonna hurt us more if they if we try to punch them and kick them mm -hmm. but if we try to control control them with jiu-jitsu with the techniques and try to exhaust them like you say we're gonna lower down that energy mm -hmm. so that way they can they can and have no problem and there is there is situations also that sometimes it's two people to control one person yeah and okay and it's still struggle, it's still struggle yeah three people four people sometimes yeah. to control one single individual and they that's still tools, a struggle yeah. still yeah. a struggle you know like even like two guys with jiu-jitsu tools and everything mm -hmm. can face a situation where it's too hard to control somebody you know mm -hmm. that's why sometimes we even train like two person against one to control that person yeah you know and uh and do the same and the situation better and you can see, you can see this in several cops video there's two cops controlling one person trying to arrest them even three sometimes and they don't even try uh, they don't even can control that person because they don't have the tools yeah. and they don't understand how the body works and they can 
angle them in the properly or do you use the right technique to just pin them to the ground they mm -hmm. can't they don't have the proper tools so and they have weapons they have a lot of things to control that person still still they don't know how to mm -hmm. control them so jiu-jitsu gives you a lot of those tools to know how to control them just you versus them so that way you can control them well we versus them because uh we know a little bit of jiu -jitsu. so we versus them when they try to control someone that is way bigger than us to try to have that pin to the ground mm -hmm. and then they call for help and everything and then a funny a funny story is uh i went to the doctor uh one time with my daughter and she had to do a suction on the ear because she had like inflammation in the ear and uh, I knew she's not gonna let me do that. No, none of the kids no let the ear hurt, no and chance. that noise is like <laughs> just freak them out. And uh, I was there in the office, and the doctor said, We're gonna have to hold her, <laughs> and we're gonna have to do it. I said, Yeah, no problem, I can hold her. He said, Okay, let me go and ask some more people to come and help because they, they usually get like three to four people to hold a, to toddler, hold a, kid, a man. toddler, a three years old, three, four people, okay? They go crazy. Yeah. Because you need, you really need to hold that kid still because you go with this sharp thing in the ear and cannot have any movement. Yeah. So I told him like, hey, I can hold her. And he like, no, you cannot. I said, I can, I can hold her, let's try. And I got her and I connect everything together to my head and everything and I hold it and say like go <laughs> and the doctor like can you hold the hair like that all the time I say yeah just go <laughs> and he gone and he did the job and my daughter was like super it's connected crazy. to me like like I had like side control mount <laughs> back all together one movement controlling hair like and she was like, like crying screaming the guy oh yeah that stuff is clean horrible the ear, clean yeah. the ear like and she could not move like there's one nurse like was holding the head but I was holding her whole body yeah. Like they usually, they usually have like two, three, three yeah. people to do that. And the doctor like, wow, man, how did you do that? And my daughter, she's strong. She's a bigger oh, toddler. She's a, she's a strong kid. And, uh, and I hold that and then the doctor like, man, how do you do that? And I say, yeah, uh, I teach Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And he said, oh man, I heard about this Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, <laughs> but I never know that you it's have so this to control, to control a person like that. And we talk like a three years old. Yeah. It's hard to control a three years old. Imagine with three people, pain and you know, and that's exactly the example that you can have. You know, I walk out of the doctor like everybody, like, oh man, I walk <laughs> out like, man, yes, that's how we do it. <laughs> no, and that's it was really horrible. Cool. It was a good feeling too. Yeah. It was a good feeling. No, and that and that thing, that process for for like cleaning your ear is horrible. Like it's really hard to stay still, even though you're an adult. You're like going in your ear. And yeah, your no, ear it's is horrible. Very so I can imagine poor mm -hmm. uh, uh, poor Angie going yeah. through that process. It's hard for horrible. me to hold the hair yeah. and you have the feeling. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Like your just her screaming, yeah. you know, and trying to get out in that panicking situation there and you have to mm. hold her tight and do the job you no know? and i know she, she imagine has imagine when she's 18 and i have to do that yeah oh then it's well, like hopefully how she much harder <laughs> yeah like but imagine like she's a special kid and yeah, she yeah. get out of control for something with seizure or whatever you know like mm. so many cases that can happen yeah no it, you know so it just gives uh, you all that tools yes yeah some special things like that it, it can happen then like in Jackson's situation, Indy has a problem with her ear, so it's gonna be the be uh, the better for her if she stays there. So that pain that she has in her ear right uh, in that moment is gonna pass in a few seconds when that process mm -hmm. is done. Um, and then in the last one to transition to that one, we have always a student that always talks about. But what happens if you if you have two guys, three guys with this, with that, and there's a situation here that 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 I just read that I was like, okay, we need to talk about it so yeah. that way they, they listen to this. And people like him that they're just trying to see, to cover all their bases, right? 
So let's just put the situation. So if you get in a, in a fight in an alley with like four guys jumping you with a knife, the guy says here that jiu-jitsu won't work. Ask yourself this, what martial art is gonna work? Yeah. What martial art is gonna work? Four knives. Be real, be real, be real with you. Four people, four knives. Don't watch, don't watch any movies. Be real with you yeah. a little bit. No, like four the, people just four. don't exist. It's impossible. You know, for you to be effective against two opponents with a knife. Yeah. You know, maybe one you can sleep out, but two opponents with a knife, you yeah. already. This better, talking about four. You better know how to run and uh, find a way out of it because you're not going to be able to fight somebody with two knives or. You know, there is there is ways like there is very few situations that you might yeah. be able to. You know, like but maybe one guy come with a knife, the other one trip and fall on the ground on top of his knife, yeah. and he die, and yeah. the other two Crazy, run away. It's lucky, like, it's impossible. No, but like if if you be real, like the percentage of you escaping without a scratch is super low. The percentage of you getting at least cut here and there, and if you get caught badly, that's super high percentage. Mm -hmm. Four guys or two people with knives is high percentage of you mm -hmm. getting hurt. You getting in just a cut with a knife is is bad. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have any experience on it, but I don't want any experience on it either. Yeah, <laughs> and then you talk about that like four guys with four knives in a black alley, like, like where, come on. where, like, what did you do to be that in that situation? Exactly. You know, like exactly. You know, sometimes I understand that can happen in a very coward If you're super way, bad luck, yeah, you know, bad. Like there's a lot of cowards there that they would like really make the situation happen. Yeah. You know, but this is rarely gonna happen. There is a very famous story about jujitsu of uh, the U.S. Marine who controlled a terrorist inside the train with AK-47. You remember the story? Oh yeah. Uh, the guy was like. The AK AK47 jammed in the train, yeah. and he had the time to jump on jump on him and control him on the ground. Oh, you use jujitsu now? Sleep. Yeah, we use jujitsu. Oh, didn't know. No, this was very famous story. No, no, it's a movie about the three there's friends. Yeah, there's, there's a movie three friends. about this guy yeah. now. Oh man, I forgot and, uh, what it's called. And that's exactly they were the situation. Yeah, in Europe. Spain, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, Italy, Spain, somewhere in a train. Yeah, if you know what we're talking about, just look it up. Yeah, I think we yeah, can I put a link of that. Uh, yeah. That video, oh, very man, nice. I, I watched that video so many times because this marine was really like saying, like, no, that was not me. It was just. I had this martial art with me that gave me the yeah. confidence. So when I look at the situation, the guy with the AK-47 jammed and I knew what oh, to do. And I went him. there and I took him down and I took the gun away from yeah. him. You know, and uh, we talk about a Marine, a guy that's experienced with... No, but at the same time, it's not two guys with AK-47. It's one person yeah, one guy jammed. jammed the AK There's an opportunity yes. there for you to do that. And then he was trained and being super calm mm -hmm. and cold to do that. But we're talking about like there's a situation that that I was talking to a student and and telling him that it's so rare here in the U.S. and we know mm -hmm. this. Uh, Jackson again can, comes from Brazil. I come from Venezuela. Situation in our country happens all the time. In my country, they kill you just for fun because they're so hungry there. They don't have no food mm -hmm. right now. They're fighting for uh, even light. Depending on where you are in Venezuela, you you're passing a bad time right now. If you if you don't have much capital there, it's it's really bad. Um, and they don't care if they kill you or not. Yeah. They just get your stuff yeah. and they kill you. Mm -hmm. they, they don't care just because they're so hungry. Survival. So yeah, it's mm -hmm. your survival mode. So if you in, you there in that situation, in the US is rarely gonna happen. Mm -hmm. In those type of countries, probably, it's higher chance. 
but in Hyundai is rare, super mm-hmm. rare. Like the only chance that it will happen if they target you. That's super bad luck. If they target you, did something already before. Mm-hmm. If you didn't do anything, you still got targeted. Like mm-hmm. it's really, really bad luck. Like I said, um, but it's super rare that you get yeah. like four people or one with a mm-hmm. knife. It's rare that you get robbed like that. If you get robbed, sometimes it, it may happen. You just give your stuff and they go. They don't care. They mm-hmm. just want your stuff and then go. Um, but it's really a situation that you don't get put like. Um, but what happens? I think one of the t- one of the situations that he he told me. But what happened if they got you with a knife or really like uh, like on your neck or something like that? You give yourself and that's it. Yeah. Give your stuff and yeah. then they're gonna go. Like the only thing their goal is just to to get the easy target, get the stuff, get the mm-hmm. money, get out. Mm-hmm. In the U.S., is I think it's like that. You're not as hungry as in other countries. I don't mm-hmm. know the whole thing. I don't know the country. Yeah, everybody. the survival survival level definitely totally here is different. less. Yes. I think I, I I believe it's less. And then if totally you see different. yeah, if you see the percentage of uh, robbery shears or, or people that get killed by getting robbed is mm-hmm. low is rare and like if you can talk to somebody as your friends depending where you live of course you're gonna get more robbed depending mm-hmm. where you live but in most communities it doesn't happen yeah it it's happen. uh another story that happened too like uh, when i opened the the gym a uh, guy came in and uh we are training guard like how to defend guard and stage one two three this kind of uh, situation there and the guy come and ask me like hey but what about if I hit on the groin and I was showing him the technique and he like put the hand like what about if I hit you here and I say and I told him like well first I'm gonna be very angry if you hit me there you have like to really knock yeah. me out because otherwise I'm gonna be super angry and uh, and then passed and that's the answer that I used to give all the time like hey if what about if I hit the groin you know like from the top here and I go and I hit right in the groin and uh, and I always say like, hey, it's really hard to have one efficient punch there that's gonna really neutralize yeah. me. You know, you're probably gonna just aggravate the situation, hit me there. And uh, and then after I read a study of a guy, he watched <coughs> two or three hundred YouTube fight yeah, videos, mm-hmm. and he made a data analysis of how many of those fights had. Groin hits, groin attack, yeah. and the and the and the number was zero. You know, like, so pretty much rarely happen somebody in a fight try to hit the groin efficiently. Yeah, you know, this just don't go in people's head. You know, like it's so chaotic. You know, like a fight without strategy that's you don't yeah. think about unless just you have a you have trained that before. Yeah. Maybe you are like a Krav Maga yeah. practitioner for years, and you know, like. You're very you're thinking ahead, the yeah. and, you know the guard here would, would, hmm. would not be so efficient against somebody that have that kind of accuracy of hitting the ground there and neutralize you. Yeah, know, yeah. But like how many people, how how many people do have that that kind of skill? Yeah. You know, so it's something it's rare. that rarely happened. You know, so it's, uh, students ask all kinds of questions. I, I always ask them like. Which level of a situation are you? You know, like they ask me like, ah, oh, but what about if this is like, wh- who are you fighting? Who are you fighting? Tell, tell me more about the situation. Yeah. You the bad guy, the bad guy. Ah, uh, the guy is like 300 pounds, uh, power lifter, craft <laughs> uh, Maga instructor for 20 years, <laughs> and military background. You know, man, you you in trouble like bad, yeah, you know, like I don't trouble. think like jujitsu or anything else gonna happen 
when you have that kind of a well-trained opponent that have a lot of background on him and now you have a fight with this guy. No, you can't. You just cannot. Okay, you cannot yeah. fight a guy like that. So it's, you know, um, the benefits of Jiu-Jitsu gonna always be for the regular person, you know, the regular yeah. guy. We not talk about athletes, we not talk about uh, an arena or a professional fight environment that you're gonna go there and train. We talk like a street fight, a traffic argument, yeah. a grocery Regular store. Regular stuff, yeah. You know, like car wreck or something, you know, yeah. or or somebody that said something better to your daughter and you have to go there and talk with that person not knowing what to expect, right? Mm. And uh, it's uh, especially here, you know, in the US, I have a, I have a friend, his name is uh, Braulio Estima very 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 well known competitor world champion and and he told me a story that happened with him in the u.s and that was very very interesting very interesting story and he is very lucky to be alive he was in the grocery store and exactly what i'm saying here happened he was driving his car somebody come and blocking him they start an argument and he came out of the car to talk with this guy and the guy came out of the car and pulled a gun to him you know, and this guy is a world athlete, you know, put the gun to him and uh, even though that's not his specialty to work like gun defense and this yeah. kind of self-defense, he's more like a competitor. He put the guys down and I don't remember exactly if he put the guys to sleep or not, but he, he ran away and the guys actually shoot him three times. Okay, mm. the guy got his gun back and shoot him three times in the parking lot. Okay, and... Uh, and then now the question is, was that worth him come out of his car and have argument with this guy, even though that he have all this power on him? Yeah. He took the guy down, he did the right thing, and he thought it was done, and the guy stood up and got the gun. I don't know if the guy showed the gun before, was after. Yeah. I think he controlled the guy on the floor, and, and the guy went the in the gun. car, pulled yeah. the gun, and shoot him three times while he was running. Yeah. You know, so who knows? He didn't know, he looked to the guy, and he didn't... didn't evaluate like oh this guy have a gun for sure you can't say that you know like can be anybody can have a gun anybody can have a weapon you know so the fact that he left this car to have an argument and had that little In altercation the with the guy yeah. with the guys there could have cost his life you know and for such a jiu-jitsu ambassador you know like a guys that really deliver jiu-jitsu over the world could have gone actually and this actually happened recently with a brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt also a competitor same thing, fight altercation, stop the car, he came, the guy put the gun on his face, he kept going, kept going, kept going, tried to take the guys down with the gun, mm, and the guys killed him. Yeah. You know, it happened last year, no? It happened last year in yeah. Brazil. So, you know, don't don't fool yourself and have this sense of power power that's gonna lead you in an even worse situation. Yeah, and that chapter to the first to the first <coughs> one, excuse me. Does it make you a better person either either way if you know any martial art? Any martial art doesn't exactly. make you a better person. That's not it, just, the point. it just makes you, uh, it just ha uh, makes you have an insurance just in case if you have to really mm -hmm. use it. You, you know what yeah, to you do. You know what to do, but yeah, but the rest of it. Yeah. And there's one uh, one thing if you for to end up the the last one, there's something that I heard from Jocko Willink so we can uh, so we can finish the podcast that if you really want to defend from somebody else, you have a gun. If they really try to attack you, hurt your family, hurt you, you have a gun to end up the situation nice and quick. The other one is gonna be the second one is jujitsu. After that, wrestling. After that, Muay Thai. After mm -hmm. that, so the first tier 
if you really want to end up things is weapons so mm -hmm. either a, a gun is has more range it mm -hmm. can help you out and then it has a knife and then after that yeah, jujitsu can help mm -hmm. you a little bit more so hand-to-hand -hand combat basically and, and i like the uh, not that i like it but so it just gives you yeah level, right? yeah it gives you a little perspective about how realistically if you want to really defend yourself in a way you really have to understand what how a gun works and everything and have confidence with it so that way you don't have any mistakes and happens on every single time that goes to the news like mm -hmm. a kid pick up the gun or something like that you need to yeah. understand what you have yeah exactly when you buy one it's so a whole new training you know yeah. to have a gun it's you need like to go you're gonna train training. as much as you become a blue belt in jiu-jitsu yeah you need to go through training to train learn how to shoot buy get the license and everything. have everything like to bring to the keep gun it safe you, keep, keep it, it from safe, the family have yeah. a safe you know so it's a, it's, whole it's a whole process too you know and then you're gonna have a gun you're gonna be able to defend yourself with a gun <clears throat> that can also aggravate the situation even more mm -hmm. you know if the gun is the only thing you have and the guy call you something and you want to um, defend yourself and you have to pull a gun for that for everything is also yeah. So the, the the idea here is that either way, if you have a gun, like we said it before, it doesn't make it even better. Mm -hmm. So the idea is to use the gun at the last resort that if you have to. The same thing as martial arts, the same thing as everything else. Did somebody ever pull a gun to you? No, I'm lucky to to not have that. It's yeah. no good. Yes, yeah, no, not it's pretty very traumatizing. Situation. Just the yeah. fact somebody gonna come and gonna do this for you. Hey, if you don't stop now, I'm gonna have to use it. Yeah. That's gonna be in your in your life forever. Yeah, I can imagine forever. Can imagine. Okay, just that situation there, gonna be traumatizing like forever. Yeah. You know, like just like the thirty seconds of the situation. You know, just that somebody gonna come and gonna overpower it again. Like, hey, look, if you step one more time, I kill you. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna go away. The guy gonna go away, but that's gonna be in your head forever. No, and, and, and you know, it's very very. Not only that, if you're in the re receiving end of it, the out of control. Of you, the other person has mm -hmm. that that power of they can take your life in any case. Do you really want to feel that you having the gun and you the other person being the receiving end? The receiving end you don't want you want to avoid it at all costs. First mm -hmm. of all, and the other part, if you have the gun and the other person just made you mad just mm -hmm. because they call you names in the streetlight, doesn't make any sense for both situations yeah. for both. So yeah. thank you guys. Having a gun is a is a crazy a responsibility. Responsibility, yeah. but very very um, necessary in most of the cases, you know, like I, I want to eventually have a gun in the house and to protect my family. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to learn that. But yeah. I already learned it's a, different process. a little bit of jujitsu. Mm -hmm. So I think my next step now is eventually have a weapon and learn how to use it. You know? Yeah. No, I guess if you have any comments like that or any questions, we're just going to have that feedback from the students and then pick some of the topics that, that you guys have it's gonna bring you the most value so if you have anything please do please leave it in the comments anything else that's all that's thank all. you very much let's go let's go run the day thank Bonjour. you guys bye -bye. have a good day Obrigado.